Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Are y'all, are y'all ready to hear the word tonight? So, <laughs> y'all probably, been, you know, John, I don't know if y'all have heard of John Gray. He's, he's, got a, he's got a small AM radio ministry somewhere in Houston, some Ostein, Ostein something, Lake Bay, Lake Bay Church, Lake, Lake Log. I'm not, and um, he, honestly, John, I can't keep up with all those TV shows. It's like Book of John. It's like John Gray World. It's like World of John Gray. It's like John Gray and Oprah take the city. It's like, I can't, I'm like, how, I, I, I don't, I can't keep up with all of his shows. But hey, the Book of John Gray is coming out in March, right? In, 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 in March for the second season. But man, John's been a long friend of the house, and we just love him so much. I don't need to say anymore. Come on. I'm awakening. I want you to give the best welcome you can for Pastor John Gray. Do me a favor and lock elbows. Don't hold hands, because we've been coughing, crying, sneezing. <laughs> it's flu season, it's nasty. Don't hold my hand. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't want anybody to be disconnected. Lock elbows. Girl, get over there and lock elbows with her. <laughs> So I'm getting ready to see Uh oh Something I've never seen I'm getting ready to see hey, Something I've never seen Tasha, can you help me? I'm getting ready to see Somebody turn her mic on Natasha, I'm uh, getting ready to see. Oh, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Something, Something I've, I've never, never seen. seen. I'm, I'm getting, getting ready to see. see. Don't oh, let the hands go. Oh, oh. Something I've never, never seen. I need you moving, I need you moving, I need you moving, hey, hey, I need you moving, I need you moving, I need you moving, hey, hey, don't let the elbows go, don't let the elbows go, hey, 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 I need you moving, I need you moving, break it down, yo, now freeze, don't let go.
Have you ever watched nature programs where there's a predator in the grass looking at a herd of like antelope or wildebeest and they start scunching and while the wildebeest are eating, one of them looks up. And eventually, the predator jumps out of the high grass, sneak attack, and all the animals scatter. Do you ever notice which animal gets caught? The one that's disconnected. See, it always goes after the isolated animal first, and that's what the enemy is hoping because there is power in community. There are no successful Christian islands. By myself, I'm vulnerable. But if I'm weak, but I'm still connected to you, the enemy can't just mess with me. He's gotta mess with Yeah! 
been believing for in the spirit. And it's a night like this where I need that thing to come to pass. Now I've sown all of 2017. I've been fasting in 2018. So in order to finish this thing, I gotta put a praise. Somebody put a praise on it. Somebody put a praise.
Galatians, Galatians 4, oh, 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 Jesus, we cry out for an awakening, Jesus, not service as usual, I don't even know why they got the clock on me, Jesus. who I am when they invited me. It's Friday night. We're not going anywhere until we see breakthrough. Until we see
Does not test it one, two. Is this better? Yes. Thank you. Can we thank God for Pastor Tasha Cobbs Leonard? The entire worship team. The ministry gifts that sing with her. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave. Though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the appointed time. The appointed time, somebody say, it's time. Some of y'all caught it, some of y'all missed it, but you didn't sit in traffic coming around this curb. <laughs> Looking at them people with them orange vests on, like if you don't move, out of my way. You didn't get off work early to come in here and play games. Somebody said I gotta get here on time because it's my appointed. until the time appointed by the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Somebody say, somebody say, I'm an heir. You know, when you have an inheritance, you walk differently. When you're an heir, when you know that your daddy has some stuff saved up for you, you don't worry about things that other people worry about because the work has already been done. All you have to do is stay faithful and keep breathing. Tell somebody, keep breathing, keep breathing. Do you know how mad the devil was that you were still breathing at 12.01 a.m. on January 1st? Because 2017 was designed to take you out. And if you survived, the enemy knew his time was up. Whether you know it or not, the attack of the enemy has a time limit. The enemy is not autonomous. He has orders. He must get permission. And anybody who has to get permission is not in charge. Now I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Some of you are like, where would the devil leave me alone? The father's like, when he finishes teaching you the lesson. And as soon as you learned it, God said, all right, time's up, devil. What you didn't know is that 2018 was the arrival of the sons and daughters of God. See, Romans 8, 18 and 19 say, for I consider that the sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits the revealing of the sons of God. Tell somebody, I'm an heir. I got one more scripture and then I'm going to preach it like I feel it. 
I heard Furtick was telling y'all I wasn't gonna lay down on the ground. Just cause you wear your little tiny shirt, Stephen. Be flexing for no reason, like because God is really trying to say, ooh. I'm the best of both worlds. <laughs> Don't forget, you're an heir. H-E-I-R. Second Kings 13, verse 14. Elisha had become sick with the illness of which he would die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. And Elisha said to him, Take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it. And Elisha put his hands on the king's hand. And he said, open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of the deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syrians at Aphek till you have destroyed them. Then he said, take the arrows. So he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times and stopped. And the man of God was angry with him and he said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will only strike Syria only three times. Then Elisha died and they buried him. I'm an heir. And then the prophetic word over the leader was strike the ground. But he only struck three times. And the prophet said, ah, who told you to stop? <laughs> the title of my message is Airstrike. <laughs> you can be seated. No, you ain't leaving. <laughs> like, is, is it over? I'm not... Sure, there's more singing, and it's really exciting, but I'm not really familiar with this type of interaction. <laughs> Sit down. I'm an heir. Because of the blood of Jesus, I have been purchased. I am not my own. So there was a cross that Yeshua HaMashiach hung on for my sins, but not only for my sins, also for my destiny in the earth. And as an heir, I have been given the awesome responsibility of becoming the hands and feet of Jesus to a world and a generation that desperately needs to see something authentic. Not Jesus as he is presented by religion, but Jesus as he actually is. But we cannot show an accurate picture of Jesus until we lead from our wounds and start with our scar. It's very quiet. I like a cerebral church that's willing to receive, but I'm going to say it again because I don't want you to miss it. For too long, we've had cosmetic Christians with plastic testimonies and safe words. But I need to know that God can heal you from unbelievable brokenness and addictions. 
I used to smoke everything and God delivered me. I drank everything and God took the taste out of my mouth. I slept with anybody, but God delivered me and I have children or I'm a husband and I'm covering my family. Is there anybody that will be willing to say what it is God has done for we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony? It's time for an airstrike. As an heir, I have privileges. Where's Stovey at? Hey, Stovey. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I miss you. Uncle John misses you. Stovey is Pastor Stovall's son. You might not know him, but if he walks in any room in this church, he has access. He's got access because of who his father is. I'm getting ready to help you. Some of y'all been wondering, should I walk through that door? God says, you didn't read Revelation 3 and 8? I've said before you an open door that no man can shut. Did you know 2018 is the season of the open door? This is not the time for you to... You don't knock. You. I need somebody to get... It's only 23. I need somebody... I'm here. You all were waiting on me. You didn't even know it. You didn't know... But that's my seat. Tell somebody that's my seat. I noticed that there are certain seats and it says network partners. Oh, well, amen. <laughs> I'm frightened. Some of them have their name on it, which means even if I sat in the seat, I could only stay there temporarily because it's an assigned seat. And it's already been reserved for the person with that name. Why are you insecure? Because somebody else has what you think is yours. Even if they do, they can't keep it. I need a seven second praise break if you know it's assigned to you. It has to get to you because you are an heir. Here's the thing about your inheritance. Heaven is voice activated. Which means there are certain things hovering in the atmosphere that are waiting on you to open your mouth. Some of y'all are like, God, I'm waiting on a word from you. He's like, I'm actually waiting on a word from you. Can I please have high five? Here's the thing, the timid will not get the breakthrough. The conservative will not get the breakthrough. This is the crazy, rowdy, radical Friday night. I don't care what they think about me. They can think I'm crazy, but I'm not leaving here until I get my breakthrough, praisers. Because what's above your head will not come into your life until you open your mouth. There is a praise that breaks through. I need somebody to give God a 15 second breakthrough prayer. Yeah. 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. 
I'm not going to go through the pain I've gone through in my life not to see God in this season of my life. So many Christians simply exist, but very few of them live. Please, for the sake of heaven, before you die, by all means, live. Dream, believe, start the business. Don't wait for permission. Watch this, and don't wait for provision. Three of y'all, well, how do I start? Open your mouth. Get, get dressed in the morning. You don't even have an office. Where are you going? To my office. Then walk to your dining room. Do you know how much that would touch the heart of God that you got dressed for your dream? How you gonna have crazy faith, been fasting and praying and go back to a regularly scheduled life making money for somebody else's company when, he's, when he gave you a vision for something that will be a generational legacy for your children and your children's children. Is there anybody in here crazy enough to believe that God can establish a legacy with you? Then awaken my soul. Awaken my soul. Awaken my soul. Awaken my soul. Oh God, use me. I am an heir. Say it again, sir. Is that your baby? That's your nephew? That's your baby? That's your daughter? How old are you? 12? 16? Bless you. What do you want to be when you grow up? What does she want? Thank you. Bless, bless her. So I see that God has given her a unique gift and the enemy apparently tried to take her out. And so while she's on the front row speaking life, every time she opens her mouth or lifts her hand, she, she's actually reminding the devil that you failed. She is a testimony the power of God and if you didn't know there's a breakthrough on the front row hallelujah and here comes a 100 fold return for every tear you've cried 100 fold somebody stand right there don't let her worship by herself I need another mother who's ever had to go through hell Worship with her. I need somebody whose child the enemy tried to take 
Y'all don't understand this little girl who I've never seen. She was talking and worshiping. She lifted her hand and I saw that her right hand didn't actually open all the way. But with what she had. And some of us have been waiting on perfect circumstances to worship God. God interrupted the service to say, if she doesn't use an excuse, what's yours? What's yours? What's yours? Somebody say it's time to strike. I've been silent too long, it's time to strike. My gifts have been dormant too long, it's time to strike. I've been overlooked for too long, it's time to strike. I've been undervalued for too long, it's time to strike. They have whispered about me for too long, had full group feed about me for too long. God, it's time the curtain back so that my enemies may see what you've been working on in me. Awaken the dormant dream in my soul. Awaken my destiny. Awaken my liberty. Awaken is determined to develop you. Let me give you these points to try to honor some semblance of time. Are y'all all right? In the next 10 minutes, some of you will shout, others will come to the altar, some will stand in the aisle,
If that is not you, do not be offended or feel like you are not somehow spiritually connected, for we all engage and encounter God in different ways. That's one way. Yours may be silent tears, but they are tears that were years in the making. It's time to strike. Elisha was about to die. This was a very, very tragic moment for Joash, who had looked to Elisha and Elisha's anointing for direction for the king's leadership. And oh, that God would raise up prophetic voices to speak to our leaders, for our country is in a great time of travail and pain. But God is not interested in our political affiliation. And oh, that we would never reduce the cross of Christ to a political agenda. For God is neither Republican nor Democrat nor independent. Jesus is a king, therefore a monarch. Kings do not vote because they're already on the throne. Somebody give the king of kings a great praise. Elisha says to Joash, open the east window. The word east in Hebrew means aforementioned or beforehand or aforetime. It's a prophetic declaration. It's literally saying that there is something prepared in front of you that you cannot see. And for the 16 of you taking notes, <laughs> there is something that is in front of you that is older than you because it came before you. You know, there are good works. There are works that were prepared before you got here for you to walk in. You thought that was your dream? No, that's heaven's dream for you. That's why you can't let it go. You think about it, you wake up. You, you may not have the pedigree or the educational attainment. You don't have the resources, but the dream is still there. And it's a God-sized dream because it's going to require God in you to manifest it. If you could do it on your own, it's probably not God. What he's bringing into the lives of the believers in 2018 requires your full cooperation with heaven. He shoots the arrow, and Elisha says, that's the victory over your present enemy. He said, I'm getting ready to give you present peace. Then he said, take the arrows, and I want you to strike the ground. And Joash was like. And Elisha said, why'd you only strike three times? Now you're only going to have a few victories when you could have completely wiped out your enemies. And the Bible says Elisha was angry and then he died. That's deep. <laughs> it's deep for a couple of reasons and here's why. I believe Elisha was waiting on Joash to be so filled with faith that he wouldn't stop striking until his arms got tired, his arm fell off, he fainted, 
or until somebody told him, that's enough, you're tearing up the floor. What he was looking for was someone who would be relentless. Someone who would be so crazy that they wouldn't stop because they wanted so many victories from God. They wanted so much from God that they didn't care what people thought. They'd clap till nine o'clock. They'd stay longer than expected. They'd come out early on a Friday night. They'd fast for 21. I'm almost done. Not really, but I am. <laughs> Elisha died and was buried. But his mentor got a chariot ride. Elisha got the double portion of Elijah's mantle. And when the mantle fell in 2 Kings 2, he said, where now is the God of Elijah? And he struck the Jordan River and it parted this way and that and he crossed over on dry ground and he realized that everything he had sown in his season of silence, in his season of service, in his season of sowing had come to pass with a fire and a power and an authority and I want to speak to the anonymous people who have been sowing and serving and seeing and seeding and being honest and you didn't get a name tag and nobody knows what you sowed and only you know what it took for you to tithe when you needed that money for bills and only you know what it took for you to serve and be on the dream team when your dreams weren't anywhere in sight only you know what it took when you were smiling welcoming other people while your own life was falling apart he got a double portion of Elijah's anointing and at the end of his life he couldn't find anybody who wanted it as bad as him. My question to you is how bad do you want it? Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to answer this question. See, because today's Western Christian church is very casual. We exist in a spirit of casual. We're very casual in church. We text in church. We check emails during worship. We check our alerts, we laugh, we giggle. God is like, I'm here. What could be more important than me? I don't have any help in here. We've gotten so casual in church. We come in with what we want, we got our coffee, we got our lattes, we drink them. Extra hot, no water, because I'm vegan, thanks, just. Soy milk, not because of the cows. And we know what's going to happen. It's an hour and 10 minutes, in and out. We've put God on our schedule. We've penciled him into our pre-recorded lives. And you wonder why you haven't seen a miracle. See, there was a time when you'd come into church 
and you'd reverence you. If you were talking loud as you got close to the sanctuary, shh. You're going into the church. You don't chew gum and spit your gum out, spit it out. You didn't chew gum in church. You didn't talk. You reverence the presence of God. We become casual. We think God is our buddy. He's our pal. No, he's got angels and all they do is cry out, holy, 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 holy. I wish somebody would get the reverence of God back in the... The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. There is no reverence and the spirit of casual has invaded the church. Casual in our approach to the holy things of God. Casual in our interpretation of scripture. Trying to twist scripture to fit our new social construct. Well, it's not really sin. And it's just issues. I bind the spirit of issues. Jesus didn't die for issues. He died for sin. Sin will get you sent to hell if you don't confess it, repent, and plead the blood. I wish somebody would still lift up the name of Jesus. I am a Christian, and I will not apologize for it. God is looking for somebody to do an airstrike. An airstrike means I know who I am in Christ Jesus. And I know that this is the moment for me to manifest what's been brewing in me. 33 people, Jesus, but you sent me. God is trying to develop you, and he'll use three things to develop you. The model, the mirror, and the moment. The model, the mirror, and the moment. See, the model is the thing that molded you. You can't, you had no, you had no say-so in who, who would be your parents. You didn't get to say, uh, I want parents with real nice hair, light eyes, whole lot of money in the bank, all their teeth. Nice house on the beach. No, no, no. You didn't get to determine where you'd be born. You did not get to determine the factors of your birth. And the enemy got you over here sitting in shame for stuff that wasn't your fault. And I bind that lying devil. I know your mother didn't give you everything you needed, but God is still going to get his will accomplished in your life. I know your father didn't speak identity to you, sir, but God will send you someone who will cover you and speak life to you. I don't know who this is for, but there are no illegitimate children, only illegitimate circumstances. There are no accidental lives. You can't sneak into the earth. You got to be spoken into the earth. I'm not an accident, I'm an heir. And God always hides valuable things in nondescript places. The model is the factors that shape you that were out of your control, who raised you, who you were taught, 
your original lens. That's the model. When God is developing you, he starts with that. Then there's the mirror. See, the mirror is when God makes you face you. Because very often your greatest enemy is inner me. You will talk yourself out of destiny because you have been lied to that what you see in the mirror is less than the image of God that he declared in Genesis. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let him have dominion over the beast of the field and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the face of the earth. I'm an heir. And you assume I'm less than that because of my meager surroundings. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? God will always hide his oil where the enemy's not looking for it. The model is what molded you. The mirror is when God begins to redefine your vision. And he will remove the scales from your eyes. And the mirror is the place where you begin to become aware of who you are and who you can become. It's where you face the areas of life that aren't glamorous, but you still remain faithful. It's where you stop lying to yourself. You know how many people go to church their whole lives and never change? You know when we have so much racial animosity in our country? because the church hasn't been honest about our own issues? Do you really think the government can impose morality? If you don't see me as your equal, that's a spiritual issue. Because the blood of Jesus makes us joint heirs. Come on, Stovall. You're my brother, not because of the skin, but because of the blood. He is my brother, and I would lay my life down for him. Because the same color that's on him is on me, red. Is there anybody in here red? The blood has saved you, cleansed you, washed you. Is there anybody in here that will lay down culture and pick up the kingdom? I feel the Holy Ghost. I said I feel the Holy Ghost. My voice is almost gone, but it'll be back by Sunday morning, bro, in Orlando. But I got one more point, and I'm going to preach it like I feel it. The church must look in the mirror and be honest that we must reconcile and we must have the blood of Jesus in front of us and teach the nation how to reconcile. Black, white, Hispanic, all of these things. Let us be the model and teach the world. This is how you do it. The mirror is when you face you. But then there's the moment. Now some of y'all getting ready to shout because you didn't know it. Some of y'all had an anticipation. You didn't even know why you had to get here. Because I can feel it coming in the air tonight. 
molded you the mirror is when you face you the moment is when God introduces himself to you in a fresh way I need you to know that at 922 on a Friday night you just stepped into a moment Pastor Tasha you caught it so let me rewind because you can't be the only one I'm here to declare to you that at 922 p.m. on a Friday night you just stepped into the moment. The moment is when eternity invades time to introduce destiny. The moment is when Duval becomes the seat of God's glory. The moment is when healing starts taking place and nobody's laying hands. The moment is when marriages get restored and you haven't even said I'm sorry yet. The moment is when you forgive your abuser and you get free from the bondage. The moment, you're in the moment. Elisha, said, Joash, strike the ground because you're in a moment. He only hit the ground three times. You know why, sir? He didn't discern the moment he was in. See, there are different times, but then there are moments. You, it might be okay to miss an appointment, but please don't miss. You're in a moment. What's your name? Troy. Troy. What's your name? Jake. What's your name? Dylan. You're in a moment. How do you? 15? How do you? 16? How do you? 19? Okay. So you're in a moment. You're in a moment. And I saw some, some fellas over here. I saw y'all over here. I was very interested because they tell me that young African-American men don't go to church. They don't worship. They don't praise God. And, and I'm sitting in here and I'm looking at y'all trying to figure out why y'all in the front and why don't y'all stop praising and why are you shouting so loud? Shouldn't you be out drinking and selling drugs? But then I see the young women of God, young black girls and white girls and Mexican girls. And I see all of this generation that says, I know I'm not grown, but I'm not gonna miss my,
stop. Don't stop. Get it, get it. Tell somebody I'm in a moment. He told him to strike the ground. What's your name, bro, with the revival shirt on? You, because you look like you could beat someone up. What's your name? Huh? Chris? Are you a pastor? Where? Right here? Come here, Chris. Hurry. Don't walk slow. Hurry. You're walking slow. Come on, Chris. You got the memo. All black everything. Except this part. We look like we could be brothers. Because we got the same dad. The key to a moment is identifying who you're in the moment with. When Jesus was at the Mount of Transfiguration, he had Peter, James, and John. You always have to be with the right people so you can maximize the moment. Uh-oh, I need you to look around because whoever's around you is designed to be next to you for this moment. Come here, Pastor Tasha. So now, I got a worshiper, I got a warrior, and a winner. Why? Cause all I do is win, 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 no matter what, no matter what the devil tries to do, it don't matter. And when I get that breakthrough, all I really do is put my hands up, and they stay there, and they stay there, and they up, down, up, down, up, down. Cause all I do is win, win, win. So when we go in, put your hands in the air, and you stay there.
Elishas in the room. The prophetic generation that can tell a younger generation, shoot your arrow. We need the fathers to not see us as competition, but to see us as an extension of their legacy. Jacksonville's spiritual dads. He's here for my wedding day. Wedding. To my mama, you know what I mean? He told me years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing right now. When I couldn't see it, had no way to get there, and had no inner ability to even believe that God could use me in that way. He so into me and pushed what was in me when no one else saw it. He was a father because he saw me as an extension of his legacy, not as competition. And we need more fathers who will say, Go, shoot your arrow, shoot your arrow.
I don't know if y'all realize it, but the altar call was the entire night. That was just a three hour. If you didn't, if you didn't get it, you're not gonna get it now. Come on, can you give God a big praise? What? So, so I'm just gonna say this. So if you need to go, you can go. And uh, that's all I got to say. Come back tomorrow night. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.